You're listening to Podfabula Productions, a mashup of fiction, nonfiction, ideas, and commentary, created and narrated by your author host, Victor Aquista. Today's episode, The New Neighbors. I've got a short story to read to you today that was published in an anthology in October 2018. The anthology is titled The Rabbit Hole, Weird Stories, Volume 1. It's full of delightful stories ranging from oddball to creepy and everything in between. My own contribution to this volume is admittedly nutty in more ways than one. Here's the anthology's back jacket blurb. How do you like your weirdness? A subtle nudge towards the untoward? A quick zap of zany? Or a full-on assault of aberration? Whatever your taste, you'll find it here, and many more strains of strange that you didn't suspect existed. From magic rain to a talking severed head, extraordinary eggs to belligerent birds, the stories in this collection enter the rabbit hole to explore its hidden corners and winding ways. Through all the variety, what they have in common is originality, creativity, and fine writing. Are you ready to go in and see for yourself? The door to the warren is open. Join me now as we travel down the rabbit hole to meet The New Neighbors by Victor Aquista. Stooped forward, he rushed to lace his shoe, straightened, then quickly picked up the pace. Not that he needed to rush, after all. He had all day and then some. But he did want to be the first to know. Hurriedly, he moved down Hickory Lane, quiet and peaceful in the early morning sunlight. John Henry Roberson was an early riser, had been his whole life. So it was likely that at this time of day, No one had noticed the car slowly moving down Hickory. John's property had the advantage of being at the front end of the lane. From this prime location, it took just a few minutes to make it to the bottom, to the cul-de-sac where the only remaining vacant land stood empty. He recognized the vehicle out in front as belonging to the developers. Two men spoke quietly between themselves in business-like fashion as they surveyed the land, took some measurements. Yep. He nodded to himself. No doubt about it. We're finally going to get some new neighbors. Hickory Lane was in an older section of a much, much larger development. John wasn't sure how many plots made up the development. A few hundred at least. Maybe even a thousand, he mused. The older streets and lanes were named after trees. Oak, maple, pine, cedar, and so on. Most new residents moved to the newer sections. These had numbers which made sense to John since, unlike names of trees, numbers never ran out. 
Done with his study of the workman and confident in his conclusion, John made his way back. He would have preferred a location on Hemlock Lane, made him think of Socrates, and, after all, he was a retired professor of philosophy. But Hickory suited him just fine. It was picturesque and tranquil. He figured the new folks ought to like it here. Of course, the joke in the development was that all the nuts lived on Hickory. The professor agreed that they were a curious collection. Mm, sure would be nice if whoever moved in knew a thing or two about philosophy. I could stand for some late-night conversation about the nature of life, death, metaphysics, and epistemology. Eh, wishful thinking. Good morning, Mary! A playful twinkle in his eye accompanied the salutation. Mary Jones lived alone. Technically, with her six cats, she had plenty of company. Most, including John, found her to be a bit eccentric. One of the first inhabitants of the lane, she no doubt contributed to its reputation. Good day, Professor. She spoke with a cat nestled underneath each arm. A certain mewing quality made her voice distinctive. New neighbors coming, Mary. Her eyes widened. Oh, I hope they don't have any dogs. She drew the two felines close to her breasts. John couldn't be sure, but it looked as though the hair on her head stood up a bit as she abruptly turned around. A familiar voice greeted him from across the lane. Hey, John, did you catch the game last night? No, Jim, I missed it. Angels and Devil Rays split a doubleheader. Those two teams are always battling it out. Jim, looks like we'll be getting some new neighbors soon. Really? Yeah, I just saw the developer's man at the vacant lot. You'll let Sally know? Oh, for sure. Finally. I thought no one would ever move in there. She'll be excited. Do you think they'll know Tai Chi? Sally's wanted to practice here in the neighborhood with someone forever. I could care less, but I hope they like sports. And poker. And beer, he laughed while rubbing his prominent beer belly. I don't know, Jim. I guess we'll find out soon enough. I'll be calling a meeting in a few days. Yes, sir, Mr. Mayor. Jim and Sally O'Shea will most certainly be there. John, the unofficial mayor of Hickory Lane, rarely called a meeting. In fact, he couldn't recall the last time the residents gathered, but new neighbors seemed as good a reason as any. Good morning, brilliant professor, John sighed. He recognized that voice. His curt yet polite response followed. Uh, good morning, Dolores. She oozed. It would be so much a better morning if you would stop by for coffee. Brushing back her hair, she chided. I'm sure Frank wouldn't mind. He knew Dolores from way back when. They had even gone to school together ages ago. Frank, her divorced husband, certainly would not mind. Margie, on the other hand, now that was a different story. While death separated John and his wife Margaret, he knew that eventually they would be reunited. He shuddered at the thought of Margie nagging him about Dolores for eternity. Uh, thanks for the invite, Dolores, but I'm right in the middle of something important. How about tonight, then? We can talk philosophy, she cooed. Uh, thanks again. 
but I'll take a pass. We're getting new neighbors. I'm calling a meeting. What? she exclaimed. When? Are they married or single? Come on, Dolores. How would I know? I'm sure we're all going to be anxious to meet them. As the professor moved toward the end of the lane, Billy Johnson sped by riding his bike. He was the sole child on Hickory Lane. Needless to say, after learning the news, Billy wheeled off, yelling, New neighbors! Finally! Someone to ride bikes with! I hope! Yippee! The Marley sisters stood outside, looking a bit befuddled as always. Good morning, ladies. I've got some exciting news to share. We're getting some new neighbors. The Marley sisters, spinsters both, expressed their delight. We'll be having a meeting. I'm sure all the neighbors will want to know. He waved goodbye. He encountered no other residents, so the professor made it back to some peace and quiet without further interaction. He felt certain that in just a short bit of time, everyone on Hickory Lane would be talking about this new bit of excitement. Nearly every person that resided on Hickory attended the meeting, even Shirley and Bill Hendricks, both quite hard of hearing and rather demented, were there. Janice Stevenson, the retired librarian, thoughtfully brought the elderly couple. First of all, let me thank everyone for being here. John Henry started the meeting. What did he say? Shirley yelled loudly. The professor raised his voice. We don't know for sure anything about the new folks moving in, but we are like one big family here on the lane and we want to make sure they are welcome. So, we need to figure out the particulars of a welcoming committee. Mixed in with the hubbub, chatter and speculation about the new neighbors, the particulars regarding a welcoming event began to emerge. Professor Roberson, the de facto mayor, would lead the delegation. The Marley sisters started a gift basket. They had already wrapped their two offerings, a fancy deck of cards and the most recent book club selection. Inside, they included invitations to join their bridge group and to attend the book club. Janice offered to make some punch, and pretty much everyone agreed to help in some small way. Time slipped by quickly as they made preparations. On the day of arrival, they all gathered at John Roberson's place at the beginning of Hickory. They had agreed that congregating at the end of the cul-de-sac might be a bit overwhelming. Everyone remember, the professor called out. We need to show respect and be neighborly. We want to welcome our new neighbors, and they will probably be a little intimidated at first. So let's give them a chance to settle down a bit, then introduce ourselves after I get things started. Heads nodded in agreement. In mounting anticipation, they all stood silent, patient and impatient at the same time. Slowly, a long black hearse turned the corner onto Hickory Lane. They all gasped as a second hearse also rounded the corner, followed by a lengthy convoy of cars filled with friends and family. As a group, the residents trailed the last car and stood at a distance to watch the graveside ceremony. The minister tearfully spoke of the tragic accident that had claimed the lives of this family. Memories of their own burial ceremonies 
filled the thoughts and minds of those who were laid to rest here on Hickory Lane. After what seemed like an eternity, all the living had left, and the new neighbors stood alone, looking as though they did not know what to do. With respect, Professor John Henry Roberson approached and greeted them. It's a little bit disorienting in the beginning, he said, but you get used to it pretty fast, and we're all here to help. Stanley and Wanda Krasminski, their two children, Stephanie and Stanley Jr., and Wanda's older brother, Walter Sminkowski, looked bewildered at first. Gradually, they began to look more comfortable. Hi, I'm Stanley. We're a little confused about what's going on. Welcome to your new home. Meet your new neighbors, the professor gestured to the ghostly crowd. Billy broke the ice. He practically yelped in glee as he ran up to Stanley Jr., about his same age, all the while looking gratefully at younger sister Stephanie, a real cutie. It took but another moment for Dolores to acquaint herself with Walter, who, as fortune had it, happened to be single. The Marley sisters introduced themselves to Walter, inviting him over to play cards. No, I'm more of a poker player. Don't play bridge, but my sister Wanda does. As conversation warmed, John learned that Stanley was an engineer who just so happened to have minored in philosophy in college. Stanley enjoyed sports, sharing with Jim that if something involved a ball, running, and cold beer, it pretty much amounted to heaven to him. Sally was thrilled to learn that Wanda practiced Tai Chi. As an avid reader, Wanda readily accepted the Marley sisters' invitation to the book club. Just a bit curious, John put his arm around Stanley and pulled him aside. You don't by any chance have a dog on the way. Stanley shook his head and sighed. No, Archimedes didn't make the trip with us, but we'll somehow make do. He pulled out his wallet to show a picture of the family's beloved dog. The mayor of Hickory Lane stepped back and watched the residents mingle with the five new members of the neighborhood. Yep, he nodded in approval. Looks like the new neighbors will fit in just fine. Did you see that coming? Classic misdirection, but I sprinkled clues about this peculiar neighborhood. Listen again and smile when you catch a hidden clue such as the angels and devil rays playing against each other in the afterlife. Before I read the big reveal, kudos to you if you figured out the neighborhood was a cemetery and all the residents were the spirits of those laid to rest there. That short story was one of many in the rabbit hole, Weird Stories, Volume 1. Pick up a copy and get acquainted with some fine authors. Volume 2 is also available to keep your hunger for weird stories sated. Order links are in the show notes. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'll continue to mix it up by featuring my own work, along with short stories and book excerpts from some of my favorite author colleagues. Please tell your friends about this podcast series. If you like what you hear, subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other popular download platforms. Just search for my name, Victor Aquista, or the show, Podfabula Productions. All shows are posted on my website, 
And check out Podfabula Productions on Facebook, where shows are archived for discussion and commentary. Drop by and share your thoughts about today's show. All these particulars are posted in the show notes. Until next time... 